coming up. And and because people will people have and do say that if if God was good, then why did this happen or right. why right. did that happen? Right. And we're gonna see as we go through this message that they're what they're calling good is not good at all. They in their finite thinking have a misunderstanding of what good what good is. And that ought not be the case for anybody who's a believer in, in Jesus Christ, that you need to really understand what good is. Amen. Hello, and thank you for joining us on One by One, the podcast ministry of Pastor Robert of Quench Life Christian Fellowship. There are some things about God that every believer should always keep in mind. First of all, God is, was, and always will be. Join us for the message series, God Is, where Pastor Robert and his wife Carolyn walk through some of the qualities of God that we can confidently put our trust in. Here's the second message in the series, The Goodness of God, Part 1. Hopefully you were able to download the message outline and you're all set, ready to go and have it in whatever format you like. And we, the new series is entitled God Is. God Is. And the intention of this is that we will just talk about some of the things God is in terms of his attributes or his characteristics. Um, we want to take a look at those things and focus on them and really get them into our spirit. So as we're dealing with life, the ups and downs of life, which they call vicissitudes of life, um, that we never forget that God is, that God is. And so in the first message of the series, we talked about the transcendence of God. And, and we discuss that the only reason we know anything about God is because he has revealed some things about himself to us. And he's revealed that he's transcendent, that he rises above. He's supreme over all things, every situation, every condition, every circumstance, God transcends. Mm -hmm. And so that's what we discussed. And so in this, we also discovered that we don't know or understand everything about God because he is transcendent. Right. He, 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 he dwells on a level that no one else dwells. So no one else could know all there is about him. And so we spoke about that. And so we're going to continue down this pathway of speaking about things with in mind that God, that we don't understand. So when we start talking about God's attributes, understand we're just talking about what he has revealed to us about it. It's not exhaustive or complete Mm -hmm. because he's more than we can even ask or think, even more than we can even imagine. imagine, He rises above it. So uh, we just given uh, some ideas about some of the things that God has revealed about himself. And so today, again, we're going to be talking about goodness, the goodness of God as our subtopic. 
So I want to give you some things today that we need to understand about goodness. Some things that we need to understand about goodness. Mm -hmm. And you're going to see that I said about goodness, not just about the goodness of God. We're going to see that there's a reason why I isolated it that way. Um, and so here it is. The first reason, the first thing that we need to understand is that goodness is part of God's nature. It's part of God's nature. Um, it's who God is intrinsically mm -hmm. on the inside. Naturally, God is good. Goodness is him. And God is not good because he does good things. He's, he does good things because he's good. Right. And I want to make sure you get that in your spirit. Um, we don't know that God is good or we can't, we don't declare God to be good because he does good things. In other words, if he, if he doesn't do something good, at least we think is not good, then you might drift into the mindset that God is not good. So right. I don't want you to do that because that you be in error, then you will actually be sinning if yeah. you go there. But God is good. He's not good because he does good things. He does good things because he's good. Right. It's not like we, we, you know, in our, in our thinking here in this world, we think, oh, she's so good because look what she did for me. Right. We can't, we can't use the same standards for God. No, absolutely not. Yeah. Because he transcends all of that. He's right. above all of that. Yeah. And as we continue to talk about him, we're going to see how all of his, you know, the, his, his attributes, the ones that he has revealed to us, mm -hmm. all work together. Amen. And so um, look what it says here in Exodus 33, 13, and then verse 18 and 19. And just to give some context here, Moses is having a conversation with God. And so it says here, uh, if you are pleased with me, Moses talking to God, teach me your ways so I may know you and continue to find favor with you. Mm -hmm. I want to pause on that for a moment because we should all embrace this attitude and desire that Moses expressed here. Mm -hmm. And that is that we ought to want to learn God's ways so we can know him. Right, right. So the goal is to know him, not to just get his blessings, mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but to know him. Right. Paul said um, that I want to know you in the fellowship of your sufferings. Mm -hmm. Paul said, I don't just want to know things about you. I want to know you um, deeply. I want to know what you are, your experience. And he was talking about Christ. And uh, I want to, I want to know, I want to have a better understanding of your sufferings. Mm -hmm. That's how I want to know you deeply. Paul said, so uh, Moses is asking to know God. Yeah. To know God. And it's important to note that because God responds to him in the text. So the text reads on, um, he said again, he said, teach me your ways so I may know you and, con and continue to find favor with you. Remember that this nation is your people. Then verse 18 says, then Moses said, now show me your glory. Mm -hmm. 
Show me your glory. Moses understood that if I'm going to know God, I got to know what's those, those, uh, the, the, the things about God that shine the brightest, yeah. the things about God that makes him special and who he is, is really what Moses is saying. He says, show me it. And then verse 19, the Lord said, I will cause all my goodness to pass in front of you. So you see here, God honored his request. In other words, as Moses asked to know God, God says, I'm going to allow you to know me. Yeah. In other words, God is saying, I want you, I, I want to be known by you, Moses. Mm -hmm. And he's saying the same thing to you and I, he wants to be known by us. And if we genuinely desire to know him, God will reveal himself. In fact, he already has. And we covered some of that last week. Yeah. And yeah. so God said, I'm going to cause my goodness to pass in front of you. Yeah. That's interesting that that would be God's response. And he goes on to talk about his mercy and some other things, which are some other attributes of me. But it's interesting that he kind of wrapped all those things up into his goodness yeah. and says, I'm going to pause my goodness to pass in front of you. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm going to do. Amen. So we need to understand that God is good by nature, not just by action. And he does good things in action, but it's his nature that in which he's good. You know, we have a familiar saying that many believers say and do a call and response. And they say, um, God is good all the time, all the time. And then they say all the time, God, God is, is good. good. Right. And so, and, and, and I don't know if we, when we say that, if we fully understand that we are saying that he's good, not that he does good things. Right. Yeah. We're saying more than that. Yeah. People get caught up in that when they, when something good happened to them, you know, they're like, yeah, God is good, you know, right. but when they see something that's not so right, that right. they think is not right, they're not saying God is good. God's still good, even when that happens. Yes. God is still good. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I, I shared with you guys some time ago um, when my wife was in, in a car accident. Um, and I had got a phone call from the police officers. And, it you know, and and um, and I didn't know you know, what was the state of everything, but I had to go and she, had, we were living in Oakland at the time and I had to go to Hayward and, um, to where she was and, um, turned out, you know, she got banged up a little bit, but it was all good. And then, um, I made up my mind that, and, and someone might even said to me, you know, God is good. And then I responded to them that, cause I made up in my mind, that whatever the situation, whatever the, whatever the outcome, mm -hmm. God was still going to be good. Right. Right. <laughs> I, I processed that, mm -hmm. that I, I, I still, there are things I don't know at this point yeah. as I'm journeying to get there, but I made up my mind. I made a decision that no matter what the outcome, God is still good. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, God's goodness is not determined by my circumstances. Mm -hmm. His goodness is determined by who he is, right. not what he does, particularly in my life. Mm -hmm. And that's a principle that believers ought to embrace. And this is why um, doing this series and series like it and messages like it are so important for us mm -hmm. that we keep things in perspective. And because people will, people have and do say that if, if God was good, then why did this happen? Or right, why right. did that happen? Right. And we're going to see as we go through this message mm -hmm. that they're, what they're calling good is not good at all. Mm -hmm. They, in their finite thinking, have a misunderstanding of what good, what good is. Yeah. And that ought not be the case for anybody who's a believer in, in Jesus Christ, that you need to really understand what good is Amen. and what that means. And so Amen. hopefully you'll get that in our message today. So the second thing that we need to understand about goodness is God is the only source of goodness. Mm -hmm. That's what we got to understand. Ain't nobody good but God. God is the only source. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. he's the only one, as my wife just said, yeah. that's good. Mm -hmm. I want that to sit with you for a minute. Because at some point, I know you told yourself something good about yourself. <laughs> yeah, I know you have. Either it was this morning or yesterday or some other time where you looked in the mirror and said, you know, I sure look good. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Or you, you got a good grade on a, a test or you got a good evaluation on your job and you said, I sure did good. And I'm not telling you not to say that, but I'm, I'm telling you to say that with understanding. And hopefully you'll get a clear understanding or a affirmed or confirmed understanding of what it means to be good. Because God is the only source of goodness is the point. Look what it says here in Matthew 10, 18. And this before, this is Jesus speaking. And before he made this statement, a rich young ruler came running to him and saying, good master, what must I do to, yeah. what good thing can I do to inherit eternal life? And this is God, Jesus's response. Um, he says, Oh, why, why do you call me good? And I believe, actually, this probably should be Mark. Um, this probably was the Mark version, but in, in either case, he says to him, why do you call me good? Jesus answered, no one is good except God alone. Man. This is what Jesus is saying. Jesus said, ain't nobody good but God. Mm -hmm. So he's, he's, he's asking this rich young ruler to evaluate why he's calling him good. And this is something all of us should do. When we call something good, why are you calling it good? Yeah, yeah. And you're correct. That's Mark 10, 18. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so... Instead of Matthew. Why are you calling it good? Whatever it is you're calling good, right? And Jesus makes a clear statement here that no one is good except God alone. Amen. 
God alone. So we need to understand that God is the source of goodness. Mm -hmm. And that's why I said earlier, some things we need to understand about goodness. So I don't want to imply when I say the goodness of God, as if there's goodness somewhere else. <laughs> right. They're, they're, yeah, they're, yeah. They're, you got to make, make sure you right. there, there's clear. <laughs> right. There's no goodness nowhere else but God. Amen. Amen. That, that's why I want, want us to make sure we understand that there's if there's good anywhere, it's because it came from God. Because mm -hmm. God is, is the source and the definition of good. And so we need to embrace what God says is good or what God declares the good or what God fuels to be good. Because if it ain't coming from God, then it's not good. And here we can see this in James 1.17, as it says, every good and perfect gift is from above, mm -hmm. coming down from the father of the heavenly lights who does not change like shifting shadows. Mm -hmm. So every good and perfect gift, it comes from above. Man. So we need to understand that about goodness, that without God, nothing's good. There is no goodness. And anything that that is good or we would think is good, it has to align with the goodness of God or whatever God calls good. Right. And so that's what we must do. And know that goodness comes, God is the source. Mm -hmm. The third thing that we need to understand, God wants all creation to reflect his goodness. Mm -hmm. God wants all of creation to reflect his goodness. Amen. And so this is what we got to get in mind. And so in Genesis 1, 31, after God had created everything, it says here, God saw all that he had made, and it was very good. Before he met, and he goes on to say, and there was evening and there was morning the sixth day. So we know that God created all everything in, in six days, and on the seventh day, he rested. And so here, God looked at all he made and, and declared it to be good. In fact, he has said it was good after each day, except for almost every day he made something. He said he saw it was good. He declared it good. And then after he made human beings, he says everything now is very good. Mm -hmm. And God made that declaration. So he determined. And by doing so, he wanted everything he created to reflect his goodness. Right, right. We ought to get that. Mm -hmm. This is why we ought to live to the glory mm -hmm. of God. Mm -hmm. As we read earlier, when Moses says, Lord, show me your glory. Mm -hmm. And then God says, I'm going to allow my goodness to pass before you. Yeah. So we ought to be living to demonstrate the glory of God. And this is why we need to reflect goodness in everything we do, everything we say, every thought we have. It ought to be reflective of God's goodness. Amen. Amen. That ought to be our goal. Mm -hmm. And so if you thinking about saying something, ask yourself, mm -hmm. would that reflect the goodness of God? Mm -hmm. 
And if the answer is no, shut your mouth. Mm -hmm. Don't Amen. say it. Amen. Don't say it. That's where, that's how a follower of Christ ought to act. Yeah. Amen. And so the fourth thing that we need to understand about goodness is all of creation has been damaged because of disobedience mm -hmm. to God. Mm -hmm. All of creation has been damaged because of disobedience to God. See, we talked about God being good in his nature, mm -hmm. but because of disobedience, uh, we even as created beings are no longer uh, good by nature. Yeah. In fact, our nature is bad now. We have a sin nature that wants to disobey God. Mm -hmm. And because we have this sin nature that wants to disobey God, um, the tool that we use or the mechanism we use to determine when something is good it's broken. Yeah. It's broken. It, it's not calibrated no more. Mm -hmm. So we really got to really evaluate when we call something good. That's why it was so important for Jesus to ask the, ask the rich young ruler, why are you calling me good? What are you using to determine that I'm good? You know, yeah. is it calibrated properly? Mm -hmm. And Jesus wasn't saying that he wasn't good. He just wanted him to know that no one is good but God. So he actually was saying, I am God. Are you calling me good because I'm God? Or are you calling me good because you saw me do some good things? Right, right. And so we need to make sure that we calibrate whatever we call good according to the goodness of God, because God is the standard of good. In fact, he's the source of good and he's the only one that's good. Right. Amen. All right. So oftentimes um, when people want to have a, 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 a good whatever, they're, they're basing whether or not it's good on things that are not God. Mm -hmm. Example might be that you get a good job, but it's a job in which your work conflicts. Not, not I'm talking about the, the work you do. Yeah. <laughs> the work that you do, the actual product or service or whatever it is you're providing mm -hmm. goes against God. Hmm. It might give you a good, what we, the world would call with our broken device, mm -hmm. a good income, mm -hmm. but it doesn't, it doesn't give you uh, or lead you to the things of God. In fact, it leads you against the things of God. Mm -hmm. So it's not good because God is the source of all goodness. God is the standard of goodness. Mm -hmm. And we got to understand that, Amen. you know, um, uh, and so we got to stand up and, and support the things that mm -hmm. align with what God would call good. Yeah. Another example is DJ that it gives you a good income, but a bad outcome. Come, yes, that's good. That's good, KJ. <laughs> Sound like a t-shirt. <laughs> that's good, KJ. KJ, that's good, man. It gives you a good income, but a bad outcome. Yeah. And that bad outcome can show up in different ways. You can, you can take a, what uh, another job that that's not the job itself doesn't doesn't disagree with the things of God, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but it still gives you a bad outcome because it gave you a good income, but it's, it broke up your family. Yeah. 
because you weren't able to nurture your family and your children like you ought to because of the job. Mm, mm. So was it good or not? Because mm. the outcome was it's a broken home now. Yeah, yeah. So this this is how we always need to measure. Or you got an opportunity to, to do something that somebody would call good, but then the outcome is it works against where God would want you to be or what he's called you to do. Yeah. Amen. And so it's not about the money. It's about whether or not mm-hmm. we are aligning our lives with what God calls good for our lives. Right. Right. Not what the world calls good for our lives or even what we call good for our lives. Yeah. And so that's the most important thing. God is the source of all goodness. We got to get that. And we have a damaged, broken, um, uncalibrated gauge of how we determine what good is. Yeah. And, and it's gonna take God to fix our gauge and recalibrate us, to renew our mind, renew our thinking, so that we see when we look and declare something good, it's based upon the things of God, yeah. not the things of even our own thoughts or desires, and not the things of the world. You've been listening to One by One. Here's a personal message from Pastor Robert. You may have never said yes to Jesus Christ. Do you know that God loved you so much that he sent his son to die for your sin? If you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed, pray this prayer. Lord God, I admit that I've sinned against you. I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sin. And I commit my life to you. I ask that you come into my life, come into my heart, take control, transform me into the character of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to be the first to welcome you to the family of God. And I want to encourage you to find a church where you can learn more about Jesus, draw closer to God and to other believers. God bless you. To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at QuenchLifeCF to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates. Join us next time. If you're going to be and do good, you need to love your enemies. You need to pray for folks who persecute you. Not gossip about them. Not blast them on social media pray for them. The one who told you they mean you harm and acted on it. The Bible says goodness himself, God says, goodness himself says, pray for them. When was the last time you prayed for somebody who was against you? Think about it. God requires it of us. Yeah. Thank you for listening.